Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about a new Colorado cattle mutilation case. That's correct. We have a new Colorado cattle mutilation case. Now, this just came up on the radar for me this morning. I guess this happened maybe about a week ago. The first article that we're looking at is from ufonut.com. This guy does a lot of good work over there, I think. The title says, New Cattle Mutilation Case on the 37 Parallel, Aguilar, Colorado, written by Chuck Zakowski. Uh, says, this morning I was contacted by a rancher, Mike Duran, out of Weston, Colorado, and was told a local newspaper had an article about a mutilated cow today. Mike and I have been keeping in touch for years after I investigated this mutilation case, and we trade information about new cases that happen around the area. He informed me the, color, the Chronicle News, a periodical out of Trinidad, Colorado, had an article with the headline, Mutilated Cattle Found West of Aguilar, Cause of Death Unknown. I found one of these behind a newspaper so far, and uh, it was behind a paywall. The article is not on their social network media site, so Mike sent me a copy of it. The rancher, Jim Healy, who was known for selling Wagyu beef, and that's the Japanese variety of beef or something, I guess, a very specialized Japanese cattle breed, had found one of his young half-Angus, half-Wagyu cows dead on June 8th. Now, I think those things are really expensive. The article stated the animal's tongue had been removed and there were surgical-type large holes in the animal. I contacted the reporter who released the article and learned this type of event was kind of new to him and he wasn't really aware of how many animals had been lost to mutilations in the past around this general his general area. He took down my information if he hears of anything new. Yeah, this is classic. You, you, you get these uh, young people maybe 20-some years old, working in these newspaper offices. Uh, this is her first job as a journalist a lot of times, and they don't know much. I mean, maybe they know how to write, they know grammar, they know what they learned in journalism school, but they don't have much life experiences. So when these stories come along at the ground level, what do they do? Well, they go into cut-and-paste mode. They just put up a few of the facts. Half the time, they don't even tell you what state it happened in. They'll just give you the name of the town. And they throw a little bit of a story around it that we've all heard a hundred times before, but there's no insight. It says, I did some researching this morning and found the rancher's phone number. After playing tag for a bit, I was able to contact him about 6 p.m. Rancher Healy and I had a long discussion about this particular mute case, and I learned this was his second. His first was around the mid to late 1970s. This guy's got some age on him. Around the same time, there was a wave of mutilation cases across the United States. I also learned something real interesting. When he was young, just out of the military, he was working near Alamosa, Colorado during the 1967 Snippy the Horse event. He remembers that too, especially now. This current mutilation involving a young three-year-old mother who had a young calf of her own. He found the dead animal near its crying calf on June 8th. Now, this is what's really so... Uh, disturbing about a lot of these. They'll take the, the cow, they'll mutilate the, the poor thing, return it to an area near where it was at, and then this little baby calf's running around crying for it. You know, I, this is... I think people should stop and think about this scenario. People who think that all these things come in peace and they all want to sit around the campfire and sing Kumbaya. They can't even be uh, humane toward an animal. Think of the inhumanity of this. This cow's been taken away from the calf, 
mutilated and then returned where this little calf could find it at. Now I know they're just cattle, but it, everything deserves some level of humane treatment. Based on the movement of of his herd, he knew the animal was alive the day before. Matter of fact, the rest of the herd moved away from the dead animal, only leaving it alone with its crying baby. Yeah, they didn't want to be around it. A calf is generally weaned from its mother around 8 to 10 months. This calf was still quite young, therefore wouldn't leave the mother's side. This is really interesting. Why, it says, why is the mother targeted but not the calf? This is the second time I've experienced this type of case. Well, I think it's because these things just don't care. They are absolutely cold-blooded. It's, I, I really, it does seem like on some, on some level, either you're dealing with an intensely evil entity or it's just AI and doesn't care. Speaking with Rancher Healy, what was really odd besides the missing tongue was a very large hole between the neck and the chest. The hide was cut, but there was no intrusion into the chest. It's got a picture of it here. It, it's not circular, but it's, you know, somewhat circular shape, but the edges seem so clean. I just do not see how a uh, animal a predator could do this looking at the picture you should see large amounts of blood on the grass from the type of wound there is a small stain to the lower right but that was due to moving the animal for the picture so they've got the skin peeled off this thing you know this big i don't know about you know a, a pretty large portion here around the armpit of the animal and the majority of that skin's removed there's the, the the flesh is red. It looks like the blood has just dried right there. There's no blood on the ground. He says there's a little tiny spot here where they move the animal. I suppose they could kind of stretch the leg out or something. But this thing didn't leave any blood on the ground. Now, how do you cut this big chunk of skin off without leaving any blood on the ground? There's just no way that would happen. It says, looking at the picture, you should see a large amount of blood on the ground, on the grass from the type of wound. There is a small stain to the lower right, but that was due to moving the animal for the picture. A local veterinarian did a necropsy on the animal, and I've left messages to speak with her. Part of her report is mentioned in the Chronicle. It says the tongue had been removed way back within the throat. A piece of hide had been removed, which appeared surgical in nature. That's, that's, the, that's, the, vet, that's the veterinarian telling you that. No signs of natural cause of death interesting no signs of predator or human attack it appeared to have died suddenly no signs of struggle with another animal were found matter of fact after interviewing the rancher he found no signs the animal actually struggled to stay alive he did tell me this quote once he moved the cow he could clearly see the animal was lying in a large round ground depression <laughs> dropped it out of the spaceship man i have talked about this multiple times sometimes the carcass is lying in a crop like circle ground depression when i've taken soil samples in the past it appears the soil is less water soluble near the animal than outside the circle that's something that we have heard over and over again when, when people have reported these ufos landing is there some type of high energy responsible for altering the soil and causing the ground depression well i did ask the rancher I did ask if the rancher had seen any strange lights in the area around the mutilation site, but he told me his herd was in a neighbor's field away from his ranch house. Ranchers move their free, graze, their free grazing animals from pasture to pasture to keep the grass from getting too high. He did tell me his neighbor's little house was only about 200 feet from the mutilation, and now the neighbor is a little concerned. Also, the neighbor's dog, who is usually very friendly, is acting a little strange and keeping to itself. The dog's probably scared to death. When I asked the rancher about helicopters flying over the mute site, he did say about a week after the mutilation, a helicopter did fly over his house 
toward the direction of the mutilation site. It's not normal to see helicopters fly here, he said, but it could just be a coincidence. Within a few of my mute cases, the ranchers have seen unmarked helicopters flying and hovering over the mutilation sites. I believe the people responsible for the helicopters are basically running their own investigations. They are not responsible for the mutilations, exclamation point. I 100% agree with that. As of today, June 19th, the Los Animas County Sheriff's Department has not investigated this death, so there is no case report. The local game warden was informed about the case, but hasn't visited the site either. In other words, don't know, don't care. So at this time, the information is coming from the rancher via my phone number, what the veterinarian had told him, and information from the Chronicle News. I'd like to thank the Chronicle News and reporter Benjamin Mandel for getting the information about this case out to the public and for taking the time to speak with me. If it wasn't for news agencies like this who take these types of cases seriously, then we would never find out about them. I would also like to thank rancher Jim Healy for not going, for not only going public with his mute case, but also taking the time to speak with me. And if you're into Wagyu beef, then this guy, this is the guy to contact. After speaking in length with Mike Duran, who told me about this story, I learned he had lost an animal at the end of May. He was on vacation at the time, and when he returned, he found the carcass. It's unclear if his animal was a mutilation case, but it would still be noted it was on also on the 37th parallel. Wow, Chuck Zlokowski. What an excellent article. Man, I wish we had more of this stuff available on the internet. This guy just did a, a great job writing this article. Thank you very much for doing that. You know... These cases are fascinating. We've talked a little bit about the 37th parallel before. A lot of people think that there's so much strange stuff that goes on along that 37th parallel. There's a lot to be said for that. And we can get into that on another podcast. But, you know, what I find interesting about this case, now this happened, uh, what, like a week ago, June 23rd, June 21st? And we haven't heard a word about it in the mainline news. I, I had to uh, go through quite a number of, of search results before this came up uh, in my feed. You know, I can spend an hour or two, some an hour or two hours or more some days just looking for uh, new information because the first half hour to 45 minutes, you just get the same the same stuff coming up over and over, and a lot of it's just junk. But uh, this guy's website, ufonet.com, he does put up a lot of uh, really well-researched, good, uh, well-written articles, and hats off to him. Now, what gets me about this case is like with all these Calumet cases is that is that they're never brought up in the conversation really. Oh well, Tucker Carlson has somewhat, but like recently with this this latest UFO whistleblower David Grush, so he's been talking about the the case you know the 1933 uh, UFO crash case in Italy and saying oh I've got information from this guy that it was hidden. Uh, by uh, Mussolini, and then the Pope had helped the Americans get the UFO recovered. That is an old story. Now, he's not whistleblowing anything on that. I mean, I've talked about that story in the podcast, I don't know, maybe a year or two ago. You can look it up. So that's not really contributing anything to the conversation when the whistleblower simply repeats details from more cases that have been, dis- that have been uh, talked about for 20 or 30 years. I would like to hear David Grush talk about cattle mutilations because cattle mutilations give us a winds, give us a window to the inside of how these things think. How do they treat animals? I mean, if they can't be humane to a cow, are they going to be humane to a person? Uh, th- the way these things are covered up by the government, why can't Grush talk about that? These things happen all the time. You know, we had the ones in Texas a couple months ago, and now these are in California. He's in Colorado. Why does the media try to ignore them all the time? Why does the media try to ignore the facts about there not being any blood, how the, how, uh, the normal uh, animals that eat 
that 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 eat these uh, dead cows would normally would be in there, you know, ra- ravaging the carcass. How they never show up? Why don't we talk about all these strange things surrounding it? How there's never any tracks? Nope. Mute. Silence. Crickets. Can't hear a thing. So. That's kind of a test for me. Even Rubio, I'm glad that he's speaking out about this stuff. But if uh, an investigator or a whistleblower or a politician, if they're willing to get into the cattle mutilation, abduction, implant stuff, then that tells me that they're willing to put their reputation out there on the line a little bit. Okay, it's so it's easier for anybody to say, well, I seen a flash across the screen, or there could be this, or there could be that. When we start talking about a dead, mutilated cow that's sitting in someone's back pasture right now, we're in the here and now. We're not in the imaginary. We're not in the you know, proposal of what could be. We're talking about animals that are being mutilated on a regular basis. And we need a lot more discussion about this topic. I know some people probably get tired of it because maybe it conflicts with their views of aliens and UFOs and all that. But this is the here and now. It's affecting people. These cattle cost that cost these ranchers a tremendous amount of money. And I think even more importantly, it gives us an insight into the personality of the entities that are doing this, and it's not good. Now, I want to look at one more article on this subject before we close up, and you can go enjoy your 4th of July holiday. So, I hate to say this, but that was the only article I could find on that particular case that just happened, and I looked all over the place. Just the article that was written by this guy, and the the original newspaper article is behind a paywall. And I think what this guy wrote was probably better anyway. That seems to happen a lot with these cases. When they first happen, it takes quite a while for uh, the story to get out and people to really begin publishing material about it. If you happen to be uh, located in that area of Aguilar, Colorado, which is just, of course, south of of, uh, Denver, uh, down there toward the bottom uh, end of the state, Please leave a comment at the uh, Buy Me a Coffee website or Twitter, or really you could leave a comment there on the Spotify site. It would probably be the easiest that we could look at, and I'll publish it, and uh, we can talk about this because I think this is so fascinating, uh, these cases, and they're not getting enough attention. So I want to finish up with one other case that's pretty recent too. This came out April 28th, 2023 from MUFON. Now, I kind of look at MUFON as a trusted source. They're the people that I reported my sighting to, my encounter, when it happened uh, clear back in 2011, I guess now. And I found them to be respectful and insightful and diligent in taking down the report. And I really uh, felt like it helped me uh, resolve what I saw to the best I could. So I really enjoy uh, looking at their material because I think they do a good, thorough job. It says, breaking mutual UFO network, MUFON investigates newest cattle mutilation as phenomena cross the state lines into Oklahoma. MUFON, the mutual UFO network, is investigating the latest case in a string of cattle mutilations which were recently reported along the south-central U.S. It comes just days after six mutilated cows were found spread across several Texas counties. Of course, we talked about those in the program. On Tuesday, April 25th, MUFON was contacted by a local rancher in Cotton County who had discovered her cow dead in a field just hours earlier. The cow was a young female, Holstein, weighing approximately 600 pounds and was last seen the night before as it joined the herd for the evening feeding time. During the time, no sounds of distress or commotion were noted, indicating an attack by a predator. So when the cow did not return the next day for the new meal, the rancher became concerned. Upon inspection, 
The animal was found perished lying on her left side near a bed of hay in the pasture bordering the home. You know, I would recommend this rancher in Colorado do that too. Call MUFON. These guys, they can, they can bring a lot of national resources onto the scene with this. The animal was found to have a circular cut made along its right cheek and jawline, and the tongue had been completely removed. The rectum also had a circular cut approximately six inches around and caverned five inches deep in the body. Its right eye was missing with a smooth hole around this empty opening. No blood was found on or around the animal. How do you make these size of cuts in an animal not have blood? And there were no signs of a struggle or tracks leading to it. The body was void of any markings indicating bites, gunshot, arrow, or stab wounds with no signs of a struggle in the surrounding environment. Oklahoma MUFON State Director Mindy Taufest, a former cattle rancher and ICU nurse, and Assistant Director, State Director of Mike Six, a veteran Marine Corps, Helicopter aviator with 30-year career serving as a law enforcement officer with animal mutilation experience responded to the scene within hours of the discovery. Sounds like an expert to me. With inclement weather fast approaching, the investigators arrived during the last hours of daylight to conduct their investigation. Multiple samples were taken from the animal, which will be processed by the MUFON lab. A brief investigation was also conducted by the Cotton County Sheriff's Department, and they have been contacted on the case following a sign released by the reporting party. This is an ongoing investigation with a current status of in progress. MUFON is an all-volunteer nonprofit charitable corporation and the world's oldest and largest civilian UFO investigating research organization. Wow. These cases are troubling. This, this article here with MUFON it just gives you the facts, and you have a picture of this poor animal laying there. It doesn't look like it's all cut up like a lot of them. It's just got some small spots taken out of it. It's like they've blacked that, the, the one area that just got kind of a black circle over it where the poor thing was cut up but you see this you see this thing laying here and there's no blood anywhere on the ground around it i mean you take a a, a piece of, of skin out of a cat out of a cow or out of any animal you know the size of a dinner plate i'm expecting some blood to drip down around it but this stuff has just been surgically removed there's just no explanation for it and I'm really disappointed that we have not seen this covered properly uh, in all these hearings. It seems as if there's this dichotomy is being presented to people. Uh, one theory is the UFOs are coming in peace, Dr. Greer. They all want to come here. They want to sit around the campfire and sing Kumbaya, have a good time. They got the cure for cancer. They're going to save the planet, and it's going to be awesome. And you want to be the first on board to meet these guys. The other side says they're here to uh, take over the world. They're going to collude with the Russians or the Chinese, and we're going to end up being slaves to these guys the same way that the natives were enslaved by the Western world when they moved into the New World. Only it's going to be way worse. And so we need to uh, give the military more money, more money so we can shoot more of these down. But they're kind of, they're kind of not touching the third rail. And the third rail is uh, these are some kind of possibly interdimensional entities that are just here to prey on us, not so much uh, take over and govern us, but to just pluck us out from time to time. Uh, maybe they've only got permission to do certain things, okay? That's a thought. But whatever they're doing, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem to be indicative of anybody that has good intentions for the rest of us if they'll treat these poor cattle like this. These cases are disturbing. They're in your face. They're documented. But we still don't hear anything about them from the government. They're just ignored. And, uh, occasionally, you'll get a good sheriff that'll come out and say, hey, there's something here I can't explain, but it's bad. 
but most of the time they either ignore it or you get the same uh, debunking lines that have been used over and over and over again which really don't hold water anymore the thing is with these things they're not leaving blood on the ground they're leaving depressions in the ground like they've been dropped there's no sign of a struggle around them uh, your typical carrion eaters will not go near them the other cows want nothing to do with them except for maybe the baby calves it's really really strange until next time this is ufo warning over and out